a big thing in my life is capturing my thoughts and um, taking every thought captured and is that thought going to be good for me or bad for me? Is it going to motivate me to do something or is it going to stop me from doing something? So for me, for writing, I encourage people, grab a, a, a notebook from the, the newsagent, get a pen and just start writing. And it's amazing what happens. When you sit down, you come into the now, you relax. I pray first and I say, God, just lead me in what you want me to say. And my, my main focus is to, to help people to become the best they can be, to discover what's inside them and let it out. Because we have so many treasures inside us that we just need to get out there. We are here with Sylvia Sir from sylviasdream.com. And Sylvia is a published author. She is a missionary evangelist who has a passion to see people come to know the saving love of Christ. She has a book and its personal narrative that takes you on an adventure into England, Africa, and Australia into the lives of ordinary people, transforming them to know that God has a special plan for them. So we are going to be speaking with motivational speaker, Sylvia Sir. So Sylvia, glad to be talking to you. Wonderful. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Yeah, looking I'm, forward to this. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it and excited to, to speak with you. So what is on your mind? What's your current project? What do people need to know these days in the last six to 12 months? I've spent the last 20 years or so in Asia, Africa, countries like that, and third world countries that that, that have people, many people there who don't have anything in I've been into many of the really remote villages in Africa, lived amongst them, lived in mud huts and joined them there and seen what life can be like for some people. And we just have it so good here. And in America too, many people complain about what they don't have. But when a person has been to these places, you realise just what we do have. We have just so much stuff, don't we? <laughs> and really a lot of it is just stuff. So when I came back from Africa in early last year, or the year before, I'm not sure now, time goes so fast, that I came back and realised that I probably needed to do something because I wouldn't be going back for some time. So I would had a book on the back burner for quite some time, my testimony about my life. And so I went to the country and took about six months writing my book. And then I got it published. I learned how to do websites and publishing and all those things, which were, I never thought I would be able to do things like that. But yes, it's amazing what you can do when you just put your heart and you, your mind into it. It surprises me. I look at my life and the things I've done and I think, how did I ever do that? And I think, I remember Joyce Meyer saying, you do it scared. And that's how I've got most things. I just do it scared. Money or no money, it doesn't make any difference. You know, you just do it. You take the next step and the next step and the next step. And it seems like money comes, people come. And I believe that God just puts it all together when we step out in faith and start walking. 
And I think that's an important reminder that comes to me, especially lately, these last few weeks when I talk down to myself, I don't mean to, but sometimes I tell my wife, I didn't get as much done today as I wanted to, or I didn't get as much done this week as I wanted to. And she says, but look at how much you did get done and look at that big long list and feel good about all the 95 tasks that you did do instead of the five that you didn't do. Yes, yes. And I think we're our own worst critic. We pull ourselves down. And I think it's those voices that come in our mind and our feeling about ourselves of who we are. That's a big one for most people. And if you're living out of the programming of your past, of what you've been told and who you think you are, then often that can be very limiting in what we think we can do. Yeah. And that's really deep to think about. And I think about that sometimes like early in the morning, brushing my teeth in the bathroom, just this idea of like where you are in your timeline. And there's like your past self and your future self that could be the person that you want to be or you should be or that other people think you want to be. It gives you a headache after a while when you think about all the possibilities and you think I'm still my past self, but hopefully not really. Hopefully I've grown since then. And so I'm getting the feel that with your book and your travels and your life experiences, there's a lot of these heavy lessons, right? Like we've mentioned the that idea of gratitude and perspectives from seeing how people in other parts of the world live. We talked about like relationships. Is there is it safe to say that's like an approach you took to it that like it had there are these kind of life lessons or like universal life themes that maybe we should all live by? I think it would be good. I've tried to cut out the musts, the shoulds and the ought tos out of my life. Whatever I, I do because that's my passion. And when you live your passion, if people can see it, like when people go on these talent shows and many of them will get up and do they do their act. But then one will come and they are singing from their heart and it touches everyone in the crowd. That's their passion. And when you live out of your passion, it touches the hearts of other people. It's amazing. Have you noticed that? Yeah, that and in, in general, right? There are people out there that have a passion, but they squander it. They don't apply the skill or there are people that... They put all this time and put all these decades of their life into some kind of skill or some kind of profession, but they don't have the passion and just doesn't have all the ingredients in there. So what you're talking about there is like seeing all the ingredients in one place. They have the passion. They have, they've developed a skill at least. They put in the time. They've overcome the, the nervousness that you mentioned earlier. But if there's only seven out of the eight ingredients, something just doesn't quite feel right. That's my interpretation from what you said. And that's how they win. They catch people's hearts. You know, that's a big thing. When writing a book, somehow you've got to put your passion in there too. And I find for writing, for me, I tend to pray and then I'll sit down and just come into the now. Everything has to come out of the now. If you're still thinking about the past and the future, it's very hard to concentrate on writing. So you've got to come into the now. And you just start writing and it comes from your heart then. It's like these words just come and you read it afterwards and you think, did I really write that? <laughs> it's quite amazing. Yeah. That's the and way I write. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so what's been floating around in my head from what we've been talking about here is that it's really easy to think of all these excuses why you can't do something, right? Like you mentioned yeah. writing a book, and I'm sure someone out there can think of uh, easily think of 500 excuses why they can't 
do what it is that you do. Or like you mentioned earlier about figuring out these skills of the website, right? And so many people out there say, I'm too old, I'm too stubborn, I'm too set in my ways, I, I can't figure these things out. So how do you fight the excuses when people out there have these excuses that it's, it's really easy to think of the smallest of reasons not to take action? What's the solution to all this? A big thing in my life is capturing my thoughts and taking every thought captured. And is that thought going to be good for me or bad for me? Is it going to motivate me to do something or is it going to stop me from doing something? So for me, for writing, I encourage people, grab a, a, a notebook from the, the newsagent, get a pen and just start writing. And it's amazing what happens. When you sit down, you come into the now, you relax. I pray first and I say, God, just lead me in what you want me to say. And my, my main focus is to, to help people to become the best they can be, to discover what's inside them and let it out. Because we have so many treasures inside us that we just need to get out there. But most people have never discovered them and they lie dormant. And many graveyards are full of people who had amazing dreams, but they never did it. So it's just a matter of sitting down, getting a pen. I find working for me is with a pen and paper. I tend to work better that way. But I sometimes use computer and, and type it. But honestly, just do it. Just do it. Amazing. Mm. And that is a simple reminder, but it, it's a reminder that many people do not follow. I'm sure this idea that of like journal it down, whatever these thoughts are that are going through your head a million miles a minute, just put it on paper, put it into the words. And as you said, if you can type it great, I agree with you that if you write it, it maybe even slows you down even further and makes it really feel like physical and tactile and part of what you're doing. And I think that, uh, Whenever I'm really stuck or I'm just a, a, sw a swirl of all this this craziness and, and panic and can't even form the words, that's when I think I need it most to write these things down so that way I can bust out of the loop and not have these repeat thoughts and have time to realize what the thoughts are. Because even as you were describing thoughts a moment ago, what was going through my imagination was thoughts just like flying through the air one after another. And maybe you, you catch these thoughts or they come back around, but at least this way you can put them down and now they exist somewhere and now they're not just some swirl in your head. So I think that's a really important reminder. Journal it, write it down. And don't, if you start to analyze, oh, I didn't do that or I did that or I haven't put that there, don't do that. Just write. Just you can audit, you can edit it afterwards. Just write. It's amazing what happens. And we have so many things these days that we can use tools in Word, you can just talk it and it'll type it for you. And then you just go back in and you edit it. I only discovered that recently. Many people find that works better for them. But whatever works for you, just be you. My second book is How to Find the Real You. And that, for me, was, it's me. A lot of the stuff that I've written in that book is just the way I talk, the way I, I philosophize so many things. People talk to me, but I, I, I do go very deep and help people to, to look inside themselves, to really know themselves. And that's how I started my journey into what people say being a Christian, finding God, and uh, that's how I found me. I started to think, 
Why am I here? What am I doing? What's my? I don't even know who I am. I try to be this person that everybody, that I think everybody wants me to be, but then I can't please everybody. And I started to do some group work, and if there's six people in your group, you can't please all six people, can you? So no. you just start talking, and it's wow. I just shut up. I found myself being very quiet in groups because I was a people pleaser. You know, and a lot of people are. They live their lives just trying to find their identity and trying to please other people so that they will like them. We do. Most people do that. And I found that I didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to discover who I was. And that's what the book's about. It's a journey into self-discovery. And many people come into this world and they never discover who they are. just a, a programmed person who doesn't know themselves at all. Mm. And right there, that hit me about 10 years ago, that, that idea that there's no guarantee you'll get it figured out. You, you might die at any point and you don't solve these problems. It's not a matter of, oh, just wait around and the solution will present itself or eventually your mind will put the puzzle pieces in the right place. If you don't treat this with some urgency and you don't start beginning to make some progress on this, you could reach the end of your life and not even have a clue of why you were so angry or why you were unsatisfied. Like that tells me like the time is now to figure this out. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I love exposing the elephants in the room. When I'm with people, I tend to win. Uh, most people won't talk about that. Okay, let's go. And I, I bring up subjects often that people are uncomfortable with because they've never thought about that. But then as they start to talk about it, many of them, tears will come because they really haven't looked at that before. And it starts to bring up emotions that they didn't really know where they're at. So that's how you discover who you are. Yeah, but by not care by by not caring what others what others think, so the way you can be honest, but then also when you get information that maybe you don't like or is unpleasant, then you can still process it without judgment. So that way you're not so closed off. And if there's if you've been lying to yourself or you've been hiding something from yourself for such a long time and you need to see some other perspective or just break down the barriers then it's finally time it might be painful because it's been buried for so long yes and how many things would bury anger and disappointment and grief and men are not meant to cry are they or even yeah. when we start to discover those things that have been holding us back often it will release that emotion and we realize hey i can deal with that yeah and that's what being walking for me walking with jesus is freedom and the freedom to just be yourself and discover that daily i discover things about me still every day that i i hadn't realized before yeah that's life the journey right. of discovery yeah and i don't have a program generally now that i'm retired i don't have a job to go to so I can get up what time I can go to bed, what time I'm an owl. I tend to stay up late. And that's me. And that's okay now. Where in the past when I was younger, if I had to go to work the next day, I had to go to bed earlier. But now in these years, I'll be 78 in a few months. And when I, when I look inside me, that's, I'm not 78. I feel like I'm about 40 because 
that person inside us never ages. And I see my body and I see the things that, that I don't like about my body, but I just say, wow, it's still going, it's still going strong and doing all these things that younger people won't do because they, they've got excuses. And I don't make excuses. I just say, okay, I can do that. Yeah, and I'll do it scared. This podcast, me doing these things is scary for me, but I just do it, do it scared and it'll be fun. And it's amazing when you start to do these things, it's fun. And you look at it afterwards and you say, wow, that was easy. Yeah. Just Why did I make such a big deal of, about it? Why did yeah. I overthink it? Yes, amazing, isn't it? And you must find these things. As I'm talking to you, I know there's lots of stuff going around inside you as you interpret what I'm saying. You know, but many people are scared of, of being around people like me because it makes them think, it makes them go deep. And many, many people haven't been there for a long time, or they, and many people are not ready to go there and they tend to not want to get near me. <laughs> but that's okay too. When they're ready, God will provide. I know that the saying that when the pupil's ready, the teacher will appear. And that's so true. We're ready to face things. God will bring the right person along and, and we open up and we're set free from a lot of things that have had us bound. You know, I'm looking at it. I painted one picture. I managed to paint a picture. My daughter is an artist. And I said, I would really like to paint a picture. So I painted a picture and it's of a, uh, a dove flying and, and it's flying out of a cage. And it says, he reached down into my darkness to rescue me, which is um, 18, 16. And the bird is flying away from this cage. You know, and that's what I want to see people fly away from their cages that have had them bound, never discovered who they are. Philosophical again here. <laughs> yeah, yes. So, so I, I'm getting a, a taste of what your books are like, what your website is like, what your travels have been like, like the deep philosophical, scary things, because thinking can be painful and thinking can be scary. But as you said, if you are not quite ready to do the deep thinking, then at least get your get make some progress getting there, or at least know that maybe someday you can really think deeply and have this self-reflection and figure out where you need to go next. But the big lesson I've been getting from all the sub-lessons we had today is do it scared. If there's where you are now and there's some action that you want to take, like being on a podcast, taking that trip, writing that book, you want to be over here. And it has the work has to get done somehow, right? The action needs to be taken. So what difference does it make if you're scared doing it or not? It still needs to get done one way or another. So do it scared. And your website is sylviasdream.com. Is that correct? Yes. And what will we find there? And why should we go there right now or not? I see my books there. I've written my first book, One Life. And then I've written another book, which I'm getting redone because I want it to be longer. And I want it to be a hardcover. So I'm, I think people work on that now to improve that. And then the books that, um, that I did, that one, Fast Forward to Success, that one that we did. Yes. That was, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Reading all those other stories of those people's lives too. What a great idea. And you put these books together, isn't it? that you read people's stories of why they did what they did and how, where they've come from and where they are now and where they're going to. You know, 
and it really inspires people, doesn't it, to books like that. And a lot of people are wanting to discover things about themselves, things that they can do and reach their full potential, you know. That's my and dream. That, and that concept right there of hearing everyone's stories, that's on brand with what your thought process is like, where there's mm-hmm. different people from different ages, different backgrounds, different locations, and they all have similar problems, but they're all they're all slightly different. You get different perspectives. And, and it's like how they say, sometimes reading someone's biography is helpful because you can see how there's overlaps with your own history, with your own problems and the differences and they get into someone else's head and it makes you feel better, right? Gives you a different uh, way of thinking about it. So uh, all that is great. And sylviasdream.com is the place to check out those books. Is there anything else on that website besides you and your books? Not really, no. There's another audio, uh, another video that I did from a friend in Nigeria. He inspired me to write my book. And I went over to visit him when I was in Africa. And that was amazing. Yeah, and stayed with him in his house. Generally, when I went overseas, I didn't, I don't like motels and things. I tend to stay with the people and get to know them. And then, bit hard to get to know people when you're in a hotel and they're in their house and yeah so I stayed with Emmanuel and we did a video together something like this and uh, so you'll find that on there and I have a new book coming up called Manifesting Miracles Now and it's taken from the idea that you did I've got maybe about 10 people who've written their stories about how do we how does God communicate with people and there are lots of different stories on how how they see God on a daily basis. Like for me, walking out yesterday, there's a five-cent piece on the ground. And I find five-cent pieces all over the world. I look down and God says, and I'm here. <laughs> That's what it says to me. That's the way God speaks to me in that way. But there's many different ways that God speaks to us through life. But we don't know how to interpret his language. I know if I go into a bookshop, my eyes will go straight to a book that I know I'm supposed to get. Not necessarily read the whole book. It can be the title. And then I'll pick the book up and I'll open it and it's God speaking to me again. You know, he, he wants to speak to us. He wants to communicate with us. But we don't know how, we don't recognize God, the way that God communicates. So that's my next book. I think it's going to be I think it will wake a lot of people up and help them to to connect with God and their real self. And I think that's a very important message. And this idea of finding your real self, your inner self, the the best version of yourself, the person you're supposed to be, making sense of all the external chaos coming at you and making something of your life and being happier and helping others. This is what we all need. And with all this baggage weighing a person down and all the negativity and self-doubt and self-sabotage, there's a lot of, of stuff that needs to be cleared out. And the way to take the next step and clearing out all of that is to go to sylviasdream.com right now so you can find out Sylvia's books, you can buy her books, you can read her books, you can leave a review about her books. That way you can get this daily dose of inspiration and motivation and get to where you need to go and become the person that you need to be, sylviasdream.com. So as we wrap up our conversation, Sylvia, any final parting words of advice? Just do it. Whatever is there, just do it and catch your thoughts and 
and discern which ones are going to help you and which ones are going to limit you. I like that a lot. Separate helpful and unhelpful thoughts. Those go there. Those go there. I love it. Do it scared and just do it. And that is Sylvia Sir from sylviasdream.com. So thanks for stopping by, Sylvia. Thank you.